0: Alright, the end of the 23rd day, we are at 552 hours. Getting close to the 600 hour mark. And I hope everybody's feeling good. We're going to do something a little bit different today. I'm going to introduce you guys to my girlfriend. Her name is Felice. Felice, say hello. Hello. So, I actually want to kind of interview her about her thoughts on me quitting smoking and what it's like being the other person on the other side of that. And yeah, so I want to get your opinion on stuff. Um, what, what did you feel when I was trying to quit before and was really struggling with it wasn't a, wasn't able to do it you'd see me, okay I want to quit smoking and then like three three days into it, if I could even make it that far I, you'd end up seeing me with a pack of cigarettes and be like really and getting upset what do you recall with that, what did you learn through that process because at one point I had to like tell you, hey look you know I got a I got to do this on my own terms, but you went through some emotions, right? And maybe this would be helpful for other significant others out there too. To hear, maybe you can impart some advice on them.
1: Yeah, I mean, throughout the whole thing, I kept thinking um, that I kind of had to keep pushing you to, you know, stop and not buy another pack of cigarettes, and I think that was actually making it worse. And it's just, it's something. That you have to decide for you Yeah And it's not, you know, something I could decide for you Or I could tell you, okay, this is the last pack of cigarettes That wasn't my choice
0: Yeah, and I'll be honest, whenever you said that It made me want to smoke more And I don't know if it's because It's it's something outside of my control Mm -hmm. Uh, It it has to be on your own terms Because you have to be able to make peace with it Yourself You have to be mentally ready And prepared for it And if you're not, and you're obviously buying packs of cigarettes, and you haven't conditioned yourself to get to the point where you're strong enough to endure that time period without the nicotine, uh, when somebody comes at you and they're like disappointed, it's just that much more frustrating. And it's hard to get across to your significant other without really formulating your thoughts and opinions I had to sit down and really think about it and go how do I how do I explain it to Felice that this is something that I gotta do on my own terms and I've never read a book on how to quit smoking I've never really had any official tips on that mm-hmm. uh, other than things that my friends have told me and uh, things that I've just tools that I've collected along the way that I've used to try and Use reverse psychology on myself, uh, so I didn't really know how to speak with my significant other about it and then say, "I need you to be my corner." But I, and there was even times when I did ask you to be harsh on me, and that just doesn't work. It doesn't. That's not an effective tool. Shaming somebody out of it or guilting somebody out of it just does not work. it's not no because it creates a rift between you and the other person that Mm -hmm. is completely not necessary it didn't need to be there because you're the action itself is useless Mm -hmm. it doesn't help somebody quit smoking the only thing it does is bring negativity into your into your situation so that being said what what part at what point did you see Oh, he's really going to do this. Mm. And I'm talking the first time I quit. Oh. Yeah, in 2017 when I quit for the whole year and I mean, there was times that was a rough Yeah, it was definitely That was rough. way <laughs> different than this one, right? Yeah. Right? So I'm not the only one feeling that it's different. Yeah. I mean, the first 2 weeks were hell. Yeah. And two week, uh, the second week, yeah, there was like a an eruption of just a
1: few weeks <laughs>
0: of just raw like anger for no reason I even had to walk to the other side of the, the house and be like I don't even understand why I'm mad right now and I'm, I'm realizing it in that moment that I'm mad for no reason I don't have a right to be mad but yet I still couldn't calm down that's the part that it, it was crazy for me to recognize of I don't have a reason to feel this way but I still feel this way I can't escape that feeling. Yeah. That was a trip. So, so I guess back to my question. When did you see that, oh, maybe he will do it this time?
1: Um. When... I think when we were in, like, the stage where you were having kind of, like... I don't want to say mood swings, but mood swings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. um, usually you would get to that point and kind of just say you know I just forget it you know I'll just go buy another pack um but you kind of just wrote it out hmm. I didn't see you were writing it out and at that point I knew okay well this is gonna be it and yeah
0: how did you feel how did you get through what, the the time of like the emotional roller coaster with it. how did you cope with that and not let it defeat you or break you or create a, a serious damage in our relationship? because that two week, two weeks a lot can happen in two weeks. a lot can happen in a day, uh, let alone two weeks solid and what what kind of advice would you impart on other significant others with that particular time period? the first two weeks?
1: It's definitely rough, it's very, very rough, not gonna lie um, but the biggest thing is just having patience and you know there's fights that come up for no reason you have no idea why they're coming up at all and it's just something you can't even control um, but it's just having patience and realizing and really really thinking every time you know there is a snap or there is you know a just a moment of, you know, anger, just not happy at all. Uh, you just have to think about how much you care about your person and how much you love your person and how much they're struggling as well.
0: And um, that it's temporary, right? Exactly,
1: it's temporary. It's only for a little bit, even if it feels like forever. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really, really just having patience with it and learning how to separate yourself from the situation um, and just kind of taking a break. I'm a very, very, like, touchy-feely have-to-be-with-you 24-7, you you know, Um, and that's because I have, like, separation anxiety. Um, But it's rough when you're like that, Um, but you have to kind of just push through it and give your person that space.
0: Yeah, and I think during those moments you went to one side of the house I went to the other and we just had our alone time and then we were able to reconnect and be fine yeah. um, but it's it's still pretty stressful and Definitely there's rants. other elements that can happen for folks uh, it may be challenging if you're also uh, going through financial stress and you're trying to quit smoking as well you, you 're going to find yourself in those first two weeks probably having a financial issue pop up, and that 's going to set the tone for an argument so leading into the months or, or leading up to the month that you 're going to quit smoking it uh, definitely got to take a lot of pre- preparation if you 've made it this far in the podcast, you either a uh, have went with the full twenty three days or um, you're just listening out of curiosity's sake And you're kind of cheating And I imagine theres it's probably going to be 50-50 <laughs> And the people that are cheating You're only cheating yourself out of the the Carrot at the end of the rope To try and trick your mind Into allowing yourself to get over your addiction uh, So I would stop and not go any further And use the the final seven days As that kind of incentive To push through the habit So you can get a, a micro reward a, a dopamine hit even though i'm not the most entertaining person in the world this podcast isn't the most um crazy interesting podcast uh, it's pretty simple and there's definitely not as much drama as there would be if it was the first time i quit smoking it would be a lot juicier but uh if i forgot why i even started talking about that I've been telling people, like, my brain is, is like, misfiring every once in a while because of the lack of nicotine. I was a little slow the first week, and I fumble up my words and stutter a little bit and try to find certain vocabulary words and not be able to find it, um... Oh yeah, so I, even though you probably know about the preparation and everything and I'm, I'm going to make an episode that I'm going to put at the beginning of the podcast and if you've heard this you are more than likely have already heard that preparation episode uh, I'm going to talk about really strategizing and planning leading up to the month that you're going to quit smoking and part of that uh, is including a conversation with your your significant other and being fully prepared of what's going to happen just so you're not thrown off guard because if you are thrown off guard and you're put in a situation you don't know how to handle it's a stressful situation and what do smokers do when they get super stressed out and they haven't planned for how they're going to handle that stress they they fold like a deck of cards and they go to the store and buy a pack of cigarettes so uh the other question I had for you—it's actually in regards to seeing me relapse into smoking again. How do you feel about that? I know there's a level of disappointment in it, um, and I had told you that I plan on quitting again. And at one point, it was in the middle of the year. And then I said, "No, no." I'm not. I'm just not ready for that. And I made it, you know, at the start Mm -hmm. of the year. I just wasn't mentally prepared for it. The timing wasn't right. Uh, There's a couple things happening that were extremely stressful, and I didn't know how to manage that stress and balance everything. But initially, how did you feel? And did your name or did your um, mindset change at all? How did it change? What changed it? Do you feel like a change for the better? But what kind of stages did you go through when you saw I was smoking again?
1: Um, at first, I mean, the, the, yeah, there is like a level of disappointment there. But I mean, it's, you gotta think, it's also not, like, it's not my call. You know, that's not, that's not my life. That's not something I can control. Um, and I mean, throughout those stressful times, um, that was stress that we were dealing with together so I didn't really fault you there because it was incredibly stressful um and I mean I partially I take a little bit of blame for it too because I really didn't say you shouldn't do that or anything like that I kind of just let you do your thing and I even joined in from time to time um which is you know I don't want to say wrong um, on the per- on your significant the significant other trying to help you quit, but it's kind of wrong.
0: <laughs> so you yeah. enabled a little bit, yeah. from time to time, and yeah, that's, that's the word I'm looking for. But it, again, it comes back to personal choice. Yeah, exactly. It comes back to yeah. you know I'm in, I, I'm, in contr- I'm in control of what I do. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day. Um, And like for instance I can be around all my friends At work right now that are smoking I can be around my best friend that smokes And I can be fine with it Them doing that has no bearing They're not doing anything to me By doing that Mm -hmm. And that's another Preparation technique that somebody Has to have before they try quitting Smoking is to understand other people Around them Whatever they're doing they're not responsible for you You're going to have to go into letting go of the habit knowing full well that almost everybody around you is going to continue it and they're not doing it to hurt you they're doing it because it's their prerogative it's their life it's their choice on what they want to do yeah it's not intentionally to make yours difficult
1: entirely worried about you starting up again because I knew that wasn't going to be something you were going to continuously do, really.
0: And you were able to see me quit. Yeah. For a substantial point.
1: Exactly. I already saw that you did it and I already saw how you like, the health benefits you realize in yourself, and you realized, you know, you didn't have that little bit of a wheeze, you didn't, you were sleeping better, you were, your taste buds were better.
0: I wasn't spitting all you the time. were
1: spitting all the time, and I think the taste buds was one of the biggest things for you, because we love food, <laughs> and, yep. um, I think you just, you could definitely outweigh, um, cigarettes and, you know, that, all the other stuff you got with it when you didn't smoke.
0: Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, there's always going to be a part of me that misses it because I enjoy it a little bit. And I don't even know if I'll relapse again in my life. That was probably accepting that I don't know whether or not I'll smoke again was the thing that made quitting the easiest. When I tried quitting the first time, I told myself, well, I'll reward myself every New Year's with a cigarette Mm -hmm. and that way my brain accepts that I don't have to go forever without having something I enjoy again Mm -hmm. that's dicey though because that's what ended up happening the the first year after quitting so I quit all of 2017 start of 2018 we got all the way up until about April, and then I thought to myself, "Oh, we're going on vacation. It's a special occasion." And it ended up being an awful catastrophe of a vacation. <laughs> yeah. We spent so much money to try and go to Coachella, and she was excited to see Beyonce. I was excited to see Eminem. The weekend was going to be headlining there: Tosh Altana, um, just a, a ton of people. Have you ever seen a? A Coachella lineup poster there's like a hundred artists and they're all really phenomenal and this year was no exception especially because Beyonce is one of her favorite uh, artists of all time and Eminem's definitely I never thought I'd be able to see Eminem live um, mostly because he doesn't really tour in the United States and you know I'm getting old he's getting old I just didn't think I would. I would ever see him live sure enough got an opportunity to go to Coachella after spending a ton of money uh, and we get out there and it's just one catastrophe after another, Um, end up passing a kidney stone, getting food poisoning, being up for like 52 hours and feeling sick from that, or 48 hours, I don't even know how long we were up, Uh, having to deal with sitting in a car for a ton of time, having expensive electronic equipment stolen from a vehicle and pretty much missing the first two days of Coachella entirely, it made me want to just go, okay, I'm out of town. I could just buy a pack of cigarettes. And I did the wrong thing because I think one of the biggest things I did wrong was use it as a tool to manage stress. If I'm ever going to bring it into my life again as a, oh, I want to enjoy this every once every year or something like that, it cannot be used as a stress mechanism or as a calming mechanism for stress or relaxing mechanism because that's where the addiction pops in because life is constant stress. That's what you're going to learn through the quitting process. So you are going to be tested those first hundred days non-stop life is going to continuously throw stuff your way because life is non-stop stress and so when you you decide to pick up a cigarette and use a cigarette when you're freaking out because that's what we've been programmed to do by, guess what the cigarette companies um, that's, that's the real rocky road that we we get on and it's hard to get off of that. So uh I don't I don't know if I'm ever gonna really step forward and recommend that other people have that same kind of psychology of oh I won't have to remove this from my life for uh forever but I'm a strong enough person that um I know now that even if I were to only have a cigarette once every New Year's and then it happened that I ended up getting a, a pack and smoking for a month I know that I would be able to immediately shut it down and that I would have the strength uh, to, to quit for a st- substantial amount of time And uh, doing it the second time has proven to be way easier than the first and I'm sure that if I ever have a third time it will be even easier than this one uh, but I'm hoping that this will be the last time that I have to quit a full-blown, consistent smoking addiction. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I thank you for joining me, girlfriend. Mm, yeah. And thank you all for hanging out in the podcast. Day 23, we got, why did I say seven days left? Something like seven. Um, I'm excited for the final day. That's going to be a really, really cool thing. And I'll see you guys at the end of the next day. Bye.